we could make a ukulele apology work is the when thing. When we do it, when we do it as a bit. Exactly. We could make well, a ukulele apology work because we would be doing it as a bit is the thing. Right, 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 right. Um, sorry, we, we name it like sorry to the Delana shippers, you know? Oh my God. You know? Oh yeah. Girl, yes, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes off. <laughs> Just off. all the Wait. reasons we fucking hate Delena. Ooh, girl, yes, we're on to something right. here now. Ooh. We we I think we become legends when we do that. I think we get fucking docs when we do that. <laughs> Is the thing. I think we get docs. Del- That's the day that Delena stands are actually would would do that. They would do that. They would. Is the thing. They're like, uh, I still don't get it. Mm, still don't get them. How many seasons were it? Six seasons? Still don't get it. We're six seasons in. This is the last big Delena season, you know? Mm, not feeling her. Not feeling her at all. Not feeling her. She's not She's uh, not giving is the thing. She's not giving. No serve was found. <laughs> like Caroline she... last episode was serving. Delena has never no, served. okay. Okay, I missed that last episode. I'm uh-huh. so upset because it was so good. Wasn't it just? Hey, hi, hello, everyone. It's too late. This week, we are watching season six, episode 17 of The Vampire Diaries. Oh. What? I did not change the title name here. Oh, I don't care. I'm reading off the wiki. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me just. I guess I'll just restart that. Sorry. <laughs> That's sort of like you just kind of clotheslined me and you didn't even know it. Like, sorry. You just stuck an arm out and I just ran right into it like I was a goddamn roadrunner. I was Wiley Coyote on about to run into a cliff face, what you just did to me. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hey, hi, hello, everyone. Round four is Vampire Diaries. Frankie Hansen, you late? This week we are watching season six, episode seventeen of the Vampire Diaries: A Bird in a Gilded Cage. Uh, I am B, joined by my co-host Jordan. Say hi, Jordan. Hi. This episode, uh, written by Neil Reynolds, directed by Joshua Butler. Joshua Butler, also the guy who directed Klaus. Uh, so Ooh. banger. <laughs> Ooh. He directed uh, Klaus and also Daddy Issues from season two, which is very fun. He what, I remember a lot of that Klaus title, episodes. but I don't remember what that episode was about. Probably about Elena's Daddy Issues. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember what Wait, it was directly it, about maybe, either. Maybe it was the one with Caroline and her dad. Was that season one? This one is actually... Oh... Um, this was when John Gilbert returned to Mystic Falls and everybody was having a bad time. Oh. Uh, this was right after Mason Mason Lockwood died or did something. Good time for us, though. You know good what I mean? Good time for us. Season two? We were so young and bright-eyed. <laughs> uh, season two. We miss you. <laughs> we miss you, season two. Also, I miss you, season three. I... Joshua Butler also directed the hybrid Homecoming and Do Not Go Gentle in <gasps> Homecoming. Uh, mhm. I love that episode. Joshua Butler, you're my guy. You're my guy. Neil Reynolds um, does a lot on sort of the back end of a uh, TVD. So he did, he did Black Hole Sun, 
this season. And then he does a bunch of season seven and eight. So good ep this week. I think it's safe to say. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's good. It's a banger ep. I had fun. It was, it was fun to watch things go down. I will also say it was a little predictable, mm-hmm. but like, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I was still surprised at the end because I kind of forgot. Oh, what yeah, happened that was Kai surprising. The, uh... That the end was surprising, very surprising. Exactly. So I kind of all. forgot. But I like this one. I feel like we needed sort of like a little moment of predictability after we've been coming off such a buck wild sequence of events. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like we finally have a moment to breathe, and yeah, quite honestly, a little breather love that. We need it. Before we continue. Do you want to give a rating to last week's episode, The Downward Spiral? Yes. Um, I, I gave it a 9.5. Brian gave it a 10, obviously. Um, what are you giving it? Um, trying to see if there's anything that I didn't like. It was just like Caroline being batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. What else happened in that episode? Um, it was also the Liam trying to take out Sarah's spleen. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 There was yeah. a little bit of Sarah Salvatore and Enzo stuff. However, that was, like, ignorable. It was, like, minimal. Um, Damon tried to get Kai to apologize to Bonnie. Or oh, yeah, yeah, okay, He tried okay, to get okay, Bonnie okay, to okay, listen right. to Kai's apology. Yeah, okay, I got everything. Um, I think overall, because it was Caroline-centric and... I really loved their interpretation of her without mm-hmm. humanity. I'm going to give it a 10. You're going with a 10. All righty. Yeah. I, like, I love that episode. It was just, like, a few things that I was like, mm, bestie, no, that's not a 10. Yeah, I think, I think there were some points, but I feel like because Caroline was so strong, I can overlook it. That's fair. So a bird in a gilded cage... Uh, the I'm actually pulling this from IMDb because mm-hmm. I pulled up to see the IMDb rating of this episode. The description for this episode is that Elena and Damon enter the 1903 prison world to bring back his mother. Stefan intends to exact revenge on Caroline and Bonnie cannot forgive Kai, period. And so true, actually. That is what happens in this episode. Yeah, that's actually very, very succinct. <laughs> Thank you, IMDb. Here's the thing is that IMDb, people know how to write a fucking summary on IMDb. On a wiki, it's the Wild West. Maybe we should have been pulling from them all along. You know what? We should have, but I loved the Netflix description of things, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. They were so bad they were good. Exactly. They had a certain charm when, like, they have a, they, they had a sort of certain, like, campy charm. Yes. It fit the show, our show, very well. Exactly. But now we've we've evolved, you know, we've come back. And uh, I think it's time that we pull from IMDb, the website for adults. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Caroline's so cute, this episode. I know I said this last time, and I'm going to say it again. She's really the Britney Spears slave for you hair. No, like, for real. Like, I she's was like, kind oh, of, she's kind of, okay. She kind of works it, actually. Yeah, it looked so good on her. I was like, okay. When I saw the last episode, I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, we're continuing it. I love that. Yeah, and then she gets rid of it like halfway through this episode. I'm like, no, come on. I wanted more time. Oh, come back. 
basically, Sarah, or fuck, Jesus Christ, already fucking it up right off the bat there, huh? <laughs> Caroline is cleaning up Skull Bar. She explains to Enzo that she plans to continue, like, going to school and living a normal life. And she used Sarah to turn Stefan's humanity off. And I love that everybody in this episode realizes how ridiculous of a situation they have found themselves in. <laughs> like Enzo realizes it. Damon realizes it. Alaric realizes it. Kai realizes it. Like everybody realizes that they're in a buck wild little domino situation, which is just so funny. Like right. Caroline... Caroline's humanity is not going to come back unless Stefan helps bring it back. Stefan's humanity is not going to come back because his emotional trigger is Elena. But he doesn't really love Elena anymore, so his emotional trigger probably switched to Caroline. So now they don't have an emotional <laughs> trigger for Stefan, so they can't bring <laughs> Caroline back. It's just... It's so funny. Like, imagine they did it. They couldn't find a solution like this episode or a potential solution and they just had to deal with those two for a year because caroline's not turning her humanity back on until a year from now i also love that she gave herself a year she's like i am keeping to a schedule god damn it right and like <laughs> it's very funny um Stefan stops by the Salvatore house and tries to and gathers a whole bunch of like vampire hunting materials, which boys, I really don't think it's smart for you to keep vampire hunting materials in the vampire house, but whatever. Um, Damon tries to inject him with Vervain to turn his humanity back on, but he's unsuccessful. Anyway, Sarah wakes up in Whitmore's medical center and she's uh, basically been compelled to believe that she passed out from drinking instead of being almost killed by Liam in sort of a fun little saw trap from last episode. Uh, And Alaric and Joe start discussing baby names. I kind of forgot Joe was pregnant for a second. You are not the only one. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Which is crazy because like that's like the main tie to legacies yeah that's sort of like the point of legacies right that's kind of the whole point wait hang on candace was also pregnant at this time oh really because that's why okay there's a whole reason why joe is pregnant and the reason joe is pregnant is because candace is also pregnant at this time and you'll see why later but I just, it just occurred to me. I actually do know why later. Okay, good. So that thing happened. So that thing happened because Candace was pregnant. (laughs) So she was out here doing her stunts pregnant? Candace. Candace Ackala. Oh my God. Girl. Oh my God. Hell yeah. Work it. Did they have a a stunt double? They for sure did. But also like work it, bitch. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Women are so powerful. I love women. Anyway, Alaric should not be naming babies, although he does get his way in the end, actually, which I think is very funny. He suggests the name (laughs) Josette Jr., and Joe is like, "Mm, no, your name is Alaric. You should not be naming children. And she's (laughs) so right for that, actually, is the thing. Right. She's so right for that. Uh, But in the end, he does end up getting his way, which I think is very funny. So, (laughs) truly... Men can do the bare minimum and still win, and I hate that. (laughs) 
Damon is just having like a toddler tantrum and like tearing apart the Salvatore house. He's just like hitting shit. He's like taking a bat to the couch and just beating it. Like what's going on here? Let's work out our anchor in a better way, maybe. Like you couldn't go work out or something? You had to do this? This is the only way? Uh, Damon explains the mom situation to Elena, and he basically tells her that his mother is alive and also is a ripper, which he says makes sense because Stefan was always a mama's boy. And I think that's really cute, actually. (laughs) I think it's cute. I like the sort of mythology they're building here, which is that ripperism is sort of like a family trait that like yes. Stefan's mom yes. had it, so he does. Even though he didn't know her for most of his adult life or for the time he was a ripper, he still sort of like had that hairpin trigger, which I like because that goes back to the like alcoholism analogy. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Like it it's all like goes a back character to character trait. Yeah, you still have that like addictive personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's fun. I really like it. It's a fun part of the larger lore that we like never explore again because there's so few vampires who have who are like human to have like children and then also then turn those children into vampires. There's so few of them. But we do mm-hmm. also see it again later in Legacies with all of Lizzie Saltzman's control issues and the fact that her mother oh. is Caroline and the fact yeah. that that gets amplified tenfold when she becomes a vampire. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I like it. They don't use it often. When they do, it's always chef's kiss. Yes. Damon asks, or they, sorry. Elena comes up with the idea, actually, to use the Salvatore's mother, Lily, as an emotional trigger to get Stefan back, which is kind of ingenious of her, actually. Girly? Yes. Girly's kind of, she's, she's, She's on my shit list for later this episode. But for right now, she's my girl. That's my girl right there. (laughs) Damon has to do the hard work of asking Bonnie to work with Kai to get his mom from the prison world. But she's like, "Mm, no. Actually, I don't want to. But then she reconsiders. She and Kai are chatting at a diner about being able to find the exact prison world. And Kai says that he will only go into the prison world if Bonnie goes. So going into the prison world is going to be Bonnie, Damon, and Kai. The world's worst thruple, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just like... How do I explain this? It's like... Bonnie and Damon weren't on good terms. And now they are, but also kind of aren't. They had their besties era, and then Damon was a fucking asshole and tried to make Bonnie forgive the person who murdered her a bunch of times. Like, come on. Right. And then, like, Kai's there. So, like, it's just, like, worst team to go in to try to complete a mission. So, like, good thing Elena joins. Literally. Because she, they, because they she's, need, she's they the need, she's, she's needed. She is necessary to keep the peace between these three. Right. 
Uh, Caroline is auditioning for the school musical. <laughs> With, uh, she, so what is it? What is, what song does she sing? It's from the last five years. She's, she, yeah, she's so, she, I looked it up. She's singing Still Hurting. So true, Queen. I love that song. I love that song. It's a good song. That's and again, song. Candace can sing. We know this. Right. So like, it's a good rendition of it. It's a good rendition. We love it. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, Stefan kills the director in front of her, and he basically tells her that he's going to make her suffer in the same way that he will when his humanity turns back on by making her do bad things. Which is, like, <laughs> so true. insane to me. Like, like, I get it. You know, I think this ha- also ties into, like, the thing I was saying before about mm-hmm. people turning their humanity off for a specific reason and not forgetting it. Like, it really does feel like in earlier seasons when Elena and Stefan turned their humanity off, they kind of forgot a little bit of who they were. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it was like a separate entity. Mm-hmm. But, like, now it just feels like They've still had their memories, so like he's like, oh, like I remember why I did this, and I didn't consent to it at all. And instead of like turning my humanity back on because I didn't consent to it, I'm just gonna make your life hell. And it's so funny too because it really does hit on. I think it's it's so good because Stefan with his humanity off is very chaotic, and Caroline with her humanity off is like. Basically, like, she's trying to keep her cover for a year so that there's no wreckage, like, emotional wreckage for her to return to when she turns her humanity back on. That's kind of her whole point. But he's like, mm, I don't age- don't subscribe to that agenda. I'm just going to fuck shit up. Right. While you're doing that, I'm going to fuck shit up. And, like, it's just so funny because I love Winstead. I love this Stefan because he gets to be a shitty little guy. This reminds me of Stefan when he was under Klaus's control. Like, he's just a shitty little guy, is the thing. And I yeah. I miss shitty Stefan so bad, is the thing. He's, like, so fun when he's, he's not so a good fun. person. He's so fun. At the Salvatore house, Elena invites herself onto Team 1903 Prison World. Again, necessary. Um, they all go to the 1903 prison world, they're all greeted by a world covered in snow. Uh, Bonnie and Kai break off to look for the 1903 Ascendant because the Ascendant itself cannot travel between worlds. And Elena and Damon go to look for Damon's mother. Would there be a worse time to be stuck in a prison world? 1903? Winter of 1903? Ooh, no. Mm-hmm. Give me a fall day. Right. Give me give me a spring. Even hell, give me a summer. I'll take summer. Winter though? Winter no. I gotta get it's firewood. Winter. It's 1903. Let's, let's get let's get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry to all my winter lovers out there. I'm usually a winter like, lover, but sorry. It's the worst season to me. Girl, no. Girl, no. It's the worst season to me. Girl, no. Because like like, I can take the heat, honestly. Like, 
it's not fun in the heat, but I can take it. Cold, however, no. Like, like I hate being cold. Like, it's still, like on the bottom of my list of the things I want to be. And especially because I have poor circulation in my feet and my hands. Like, it's actually like hell. And mind you, I was born in the winter. Like, I was born in late November. You're a winter baby. And I get that. I'm a winter baby. I cannot stand the cold. Like, that's especially, imagine being in the cold in, in the 1900s. Exactly. That's when, the thing. Like, I, here's the thing. I am a summer hater at heart. I'm sorry. I'm a summer hater. It's humid. I, if I walk outside, my glasses fog up. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's like walking into a wet towel. I know this is not true for most other parts of the country because most other parts of the country have a dry heat, but... In California, it's so nice. Exactly, there. exactly. Like, like if I had a dry heat, I would be fine. But right now, currently the humidity is at like 70%. It's like walking outside into a wet towel. I agree with you because in New York, it's also like that. Like it's so disgustingly wet. But like I'll take that. Sorry, I'll take that over being in the cold. Like no, I no, 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 no. the cold. In I'm general, sorry. in general, I take the cold. In this specific instance of being trapped alone in a 1903 prison world, I would take the heat because you can fucking freeze to death. Because you're the only right. person there. Now, right. if I was curled up with like a bestie, that's completely different. I am in that. I am in that winter wonderland willingly then. But Mm-mm. if I'm alone, no, no, you're not catching me dead in that winter wonderland. No. Also, the year would suck because you're still having to deal with like firewood. You yeah. know, even though I'll be honest, I like firewood. It reminds me of my grandparents house because we would always go up there for when I was like younger for the like around Christmas time and for the winter. And they had like a fireplace like but it wasn't electric it was like a real fireplace and they Mm -hmm. would like chop wood and because they lived in upstate new york so like it's a lot of forests up there so they would chop wood and put it in the fireplace and we would sit by it and get warm and i remember one time i was there for the summer and i started to try to chop my own piece of wood it did not go well but no that's a core memory for me i remember that very well as in, like, I didn't get hurt. I just it was unsuccessful because, obviously, I'm, I'm a child. I'm weak, and I'm trying to... <laughs> You're just a little guy is the thing. I'm trying to hack out a piece of, like, a stump of a of a tree. That's not going to work. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was fun. It was fun. Core memory. But, yeah, I love real fireplaces. Like, it just brings me back to that time, and I loved that time. If I'm alone in 1903... I'm not doing firewood every day. I'm doing firewood every other day if I'm with a bestie, but I'm not doing it every day alone on my own. That sounds like a lot of work, too. It's a lot of work, and also, like, it resets every day. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, you can't build up, like, a stock of firewood because it resets every day. You have to just... Because Bonnie and Damon were going grocery shopping every goddamn day. Yeah. That's the worst part, oh, wait, is that it resets wait, yeah, every day. You're in the prison. I just, I, I thought you meant like, you have to start a new fire every day, but you're in the prison world. I see no, you have to chop a new tree every day. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know what that I mean? Sounds, yeah. yeah Absolutely not. Absolutely not. In 1903, oh God, so no. <laughs> no. That's so much worse. Oh my God. <laughs> 
how did she do it? Like, I guess she's literally. Vampires, I mean, like, I would be like going insane for her. But she's already insane. But I would, I would be going insane. My arms oh would my be God. would look so good though. Is the thing right? Right. My arms would be That's- so killer when I came back. Right. Uh, back at uh, back at Whitmore. Stefan tries to get on his motorcycle, but as soon as he applies, like, the tiniest amount of pressure to the seat, the whole thing just falls apart. And Caroline's like, I just had to stuff a director in the furnace. Can you stop fucking with me? And he discovers that she just unbolted one little thing that made the whole thing fall apart. Not at all how motorcycles work, I think. Um, If there's one single point of failure, that's a pretty bad motorcycle. Anyway... He calls her in a ba- an, it, he calls her in embarrassment to humanity free vampires everywhere and she throws a tantrum and punches a hole in his gas tank. So true queen. They're fun this episode. I don't know what Yes, very fun. I don't know what else you want me to say. Like they're fun, I love them. They're they're like they're like what Damon and Elena but like better. They're what they want. They are what Julie Pleck wants Delena to be. Right. Like they're like they're they what they're what she thought Delena would be, but they're not. It's sterling when their humanity's off. They're yeah, exactly. Like Julie Pleck was trying to this is what Julie Pleck was trying to do when she was pairing up no humanity Elena and Damon. Period. Sorry. Like, they were not they were not nearly as good as Stelena is. No. They're not. And it's okay to say that, you guys. We can all admit these things to be true. I'm so sorry to the Delenas watching us. Um, so sorry to our bestie from the Apple podcast review who was like a Damon stand but still loved us. So sorry, <laughs> girly. Um, my bad. <laughs> But also not my bad. Right. Like, I'm also not sorry. Like, that's just truly what I believe. So, like, I'm never going to lie to you. I'm going to be truthful. Uh, Alaric and Enzo team up to get a handle on Caroline and Stefan. And I like, I think they are a fun team. I think uh, Alaric and Enzo are a fun, they're like a weird team. But they're, like, kind of fun, actually, is the thing. I agree. Like, and Alaric also kind of, like, tells him the truth a little. Like, like it's like, come on, you guys. Come, like, come on. They Be both serious. very much check each other, you know? Right. Which is what you kind of did. Which is, which is both, what both of them kind of need when you think about it. Exactly. They both need somebody to gut check them, and I'm... Like, thank God. Uh, Elena's looking at a baby picture of of Stefan. And she's like, oh, Damon, you were such a cute baby. And uh, Damon's like, "Mm, not me, though, bestie. Uh, And he finds one of his baby photos and hands it to her. Uh, And they have like a conversation a little bit. And basically, Damon is like, my mother is fucking dead to me. And I hate her. And then she shows up behind him. And uh, they have a little chit chat. Basically, 
Lily has drained all of the blood nearby and now survives on two drops a week. I guess. How does the blood economy work here? Because I thought she and her besties would be the only thing around. Only living thing around. And I use living in air quotes here. You mean like, you mean like, in the prison world initially? Yeah, where's she getting that blood from? She says that she drained all the slaughterhouses nearby, but like, did all the animals just drop dead when they moved to the prison world? Was no, there like a small think, store of like... I I think what probably happened was like in the prison world, maybe there was like animals, but not necessarily humans, right? Like how in the... Like how um, in the prison world where Bonnie and Kai and Damon were, there was like, you know, food, you know, but like, that's it. I but guess. Maybe, but also that also doesn't make any sense now that I'm thinking about it because like it would reset. So if they had a bottle reset. of blood, like if they if like, for example, if there was like a bottle of pig's blood in a slaughterhouse, which is like normal pig's blood is used in all sorts of things, including food normal right right and it would reset every day right so why so she wouldn't be running out of blood reset? so what's going on here <laughs> like oh wait who messed up with the continuity so what's going on here vampire what's diaries writers what's the truth someone made a continuity error and didn't change it and i want to know uh, who and i want to know them. who get their name to me right now we must talk. You messed up. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that is a continuity error. That doesn't make any sense. Like, what's the blood economy here? Like, like she should be able to go back out there and get a new pig each day. Like. Exactly. They really just, like, made a new rule to just make sure that she, like, has her humanity back, I guess. They, like, made a rule to explain why all of her besties were not alive at that moment. Right. And why she then had to like ration out blood and learn how to not be a ripper. Like girly. Okay. They just made a rule. They made a whole world rule just to make sure this lady learned how to share. Girl. Wow. They had wow. to speed run her character arc. Lily, Damon and Elena chat. Um, Lily admits that she hated her husband. She laughs when Damon tells her that Stefan ripped uh, Giuseppe's throat out. And Damon's like, okay, then why did you leave us with him? Thanks, mom. Anyway, <laughs> Caroline finds Stefan at the like vending machine in her dorm. Uh, he lobs a soda at her, but it, expl it, it explodes because it is actually a vervain bomb. Uh, he tries to like gloat and goad her into letting go of control but she refuses to let him ruin her life um he tackles her she flips him she stakes him again she is just she is eating him up this episode right she's kind of like outsmarting him because she's more logical and thinks ahead of him i don't know like you know what i mean and it happened last episode too so like really this is just a bad week for stefan because he is getting his ass beat seven ways to sunday <laughs> and i think it's very funny Kai and Bonnie are on their on the little lookout for the Ascendant, and Kai tries to give Bonnie, like, one more chance to forgive him while she's using a spell to find the Ascendant, but he acts up and, like, ends up hurting her, and she's like, 
yeah, you can't fucking change, can you? Anyway, there's not like a really, there's not a fun way to say that scene. Bonnie's just like beating the shit out of Kai emotionally, and I love that. <laughs> Damon and Elena explain that they need Lily to help turn he- Stefan's humanity back on, and she agrees to come with them. But then she also mentions her traveling companions. She Which introduces a- them to this like table full of mummified vampires. Girl. Yo, like. When I watched this for the first time, can I be so honest? Yes. This gagged me. I was gagged. No, like, I was like, who could have, who would have thought? And like. Who the motherfucker thought? And the way they're all set up, like they're at some fucking, they're like some ghoulish dollhouse display. Mm. Yes. Mm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is real TV. This is real right. television. This is the dollhouse episode of Pretty Little Liars. This is the Pretty Little Liars dollhouse arc. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) This is. (laughs) Yo, like, that, mind you, like, I was watching that live. Like, that gagged me. The dollhouse arc? Oh, my God. I just watched that, like, two weeks ago. I just passed that point in my Pretty Little Liars watch. Ugh. That was, like, I think that was, like, the the last probably season that I watched Pretty Little Liars before I quit but and what a season. season truly what a oh season oh my god like like imagine being me because I, I watched it i watched it like on a streaming site or you know a quote-unquote streaming site uh-huh um, we watched it very legally of course of course right right when i was like mind you can i just say little liars came out when i was like 12 or 13 i was watching that like no one was watching me like <laughs> you should have know. been supervised let's let's be right. so real Oh, right. We were talking about the absolute gag of the century that is the reveal of Lily's uh, vampire oh, companions. Right, 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 right. right gag yes. of the fucking century. So gag. Um, Damon and Elena just look at each other like, mm, so do you want to take this one or do you want me to? Okay. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> um. Stefan and Caroline stop their fight because they hear Enzo and Alaric sneaking up on them and they do throw a Molotov cocktail. Or, like, Alaric, like, knocks over a bomb or something. There's fire and Enzo and Alaric have a very quick end to their little vampire hunt, which I think is so funny. Like, it literally... (laughs) It lasted for five seconds. (laughs) Literally, they got together, walked through a hallway where Alaric basically told Enzo that you need to fucking cut your shit out. You need to deal with your loneliness instead of making Stefan miserable. And then Enzo's like, shit, all right, fuck. And then they get blown up. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, it's so... I think, I think that's also why I love their storyline this episode because it's so short and succinct. They're like, we have a mission. Let's end, let's end Enzo's involvement in this shit. And also, that's it. That's basically the point of that. And it's so funny because they do it in such a short amount of time, like maximum efficiency going on. <laughs> exactly. It's very efficient writing. They're like, hey, man, we need Alaric to get exploded and we need Enzo to get his shit together. What if we have the explosion knock some sense into Enzo? Okay, cool. That's it. Like, it's so efficient. And I love it. Um, in the little room where the companions are, and uh, Lena notices the ascendant on the table and... Um, Damon and Elena put it together that Bonnie isn't looking for the Ascendant. In the forest, Bonnie is leading Kai randomly around. 
and she stabs him in the back and the leg. And I love Bonnie's villain era. She basically blames him for making her own, for driving her basically to suicide, which true. Uh, he insists he's like, no, I've changed. And she's like, yeah, me too, bitch. And then he just disappears before she can stab him enough to kill him. Rip. But like, deserved. <laughs> Very. Deserved. I mean, like, even if you change, you kind of do. You got to get what's coming to you. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to forgive and forget. You right. nearly drove that poor girl to suicide. That was on you, right. bud. Right. Um, okay. Caroline and Stefan bring Alaric and Enzo to safety. Uh, Caroline picks up the Vervain gun to keep Stefan from hurting them. He turns and he goes into the... Oh my god. We totally forgot the little co-ed from earlier. Whatever. Um... Caroline basically was almost caught by this woman and then told this this woman to like oh. go into her dorm room and stay quiet until she can deal with her later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We forgot about her. Totally forgot about her. That. She's very much not important. Basically, he, Stefan goes into her room, compels her to keep quiet, and he starts feeding on her. And he tempts Caroline to join in until they can't resist, until she can't resist. And then after feeding, uh, Caroline rushes at Stefan they break the soda machine. They start making out and tearing each other's clothes off. And this is, can I be so real? Yeah. Best sex scene in the show. Yeah. Like. It we was can, giving, can we be honest? Mm-hmm. It was giving, do you want to do threesome? And then it just caught, turned into a twosome. Yeah, like, it was it was very much giving vampire bloodlust, and it was very it was it was good. Yeah, they also the the fucking what was the song they played during this? It was Hypnosis by I forget the artist name, but I like that song. Uh, Zella Day. Yeah, Zella Day. I like that that album that came from. That song's good. It's a good song. Best sex scene in the show. Let's be so yes. real. In the prison world, as the Aurora Borealis starts, Bonnie joins Damon and Elena. Damon explains to Lily that they're short a witch, and so her friends can't go, and Lily refuses. She insists that the vampires are her family, and she won't leave without them. And she feeds one... She manages to feed one vampire, like, just a very little bit of blood. And Damon's like, they may be your family, but Stefan is mine. And if you don't fucking buck up and help him, then I'm leaving you here. Bonnie recites the spell. Kai arrives and watches as Damon, Elena, Lily, and Bonnie all disappear out of the prison world. He is left in 1903. I love this Bonnie revenge. She's so clever. Yes. She's so clever. She's so clever. I love her. Like, you're leaving Kai in another prison world, and it's not even his prison world. It's a shitty 1903 prison world in the middle of winter. Like, girl. Now now he has to experience what she kind of experienced. But worse. If you just, like, headed south. If you grabbed the 1903 Ascendant and you just, like, headed south. I bet Mexico would be lovely at that time of year. Yeah. You know, like you can go anywhere. And sure, it's 1903. So you'll need to walk. Oh, God. 
Never mind, actually. Oh, wait. Yeah, there's no like. Because there's no animals, you can't even use a horse. Damn. <laughs> yeah, hang on. I was like, yeah, you can just take a horse and go. And then I'm like, oh, horses are all dead. There's nothing else living in this world except for you. Yikes. Well. Uh, Enzo visits Sarah in her hospital room and tells her that she was in a pawn in a game he lost. And he he's lost all interest in playing. He calls her by her birth name, Sarah Salvatore on accident and she just looks really confused there's that mm -hmm. uh joe looks over alaric's injuries and chews him out for being a fucking idiot and like deserved she's she's so right in everything she says she's so right she's basically like hey i don't want our child growing up without a father so can you like rein in that suicidal instinct for like 18 years and alaric says yeah and then proceeds to never do that actually that man almost dies like seven times in Legacies. And that's just Legacies. I'm not even talking about the last two seasons of this show, any of the crossover episodes of the originals. That man is constantly on the verge of death. Uh, Alaric, you had literally on. one job. One job. You, had to, you gotta take care of these children, Alaric. Come on. Come on, man. You got a family to protect. Back at the Salvatore house in present day, Lily mm -hmm. admits to Damon that she did visit Stefan the night of her funeral. She was going to visit both of them. And Stefan only like remembers her as an angel because she leaned down to whisper in Stefan's ear. But all she could hear was the pounding of his blood. So she fled for both of their sakes. Which she assures Damon that she missed them twice as much as they missed her. Which makes sense, you know? Especially if you're like a new vampire. And, like, overwhelmed with emotions. And, like, that's your little best... That's your son right there, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like Damon's being a little too harsh on her. But also... There was a 50-year time period where they were vampires and so was she before she got put in a prison world. You know what I mean? Because they guess, turned yeah, sometime in 1850s. So like, right, and she kind of knew about it, so she could have just gone and visited them then. Exactly. Mm. So like, yeah. number one, great that you tried to visit Stefan. Wonderful that you did not murder your two small children. Good, good job for that. Everything after that, mm, you're not winning Mom of the Year. Right. Like you had time. You had time before you got locked up for being a ripper. Um, Lily asks about like going to get her companions back, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever. We'll be going back soon." He's lying. He's for sure. He's lying through his goddamn teeth. Meanwhile. Ooh, this, this scene. In 1903, Kai stumbles upon the mummified vampires. He peers just like a little too close at the one that Lily gave a few drops of blood. And quicker than you can, quicker than anything, the vampire reaches out, grabs Kai by the neck, and Kai screams. Delicious. Delicious. Ooh, he's kind of done for when you think about it. He's kind of done for. Except you can't die in a prison world. You'll just... He's a human. He's a witch, sure, but he is also just a human. He can't die in the prison world. You know what I mean? Like, the vampires oh. can desiccate. The vampires can desiccate and they'll just be there desiccated forever. Like, fucking Silas in the grave or whatever. 
Kai and like Bonnie. Oh, wait, I forgot. I forgot because the time when I forgot in the prison world, he got like murdered. I remember. Mm-hmm. And then he came back and they were like, how'd you come back? Mm-hmm. He oh, can respawn, so, basically. So he's just going to be, oh, that's horrible. I know. Oh, he's going to be horrible. seven types of a blood bag. Oh, my God. I feel I kind of feel bad for him. I kind of feel bad for he's him. Just, He's just going to keep dying and coming back and then they'll hunt him for the day and then die and come back. And now, oh, God. Oh, God. Ugh. Bad time. Bad time for Kai Parker. Uh, back at the house, Elena is trying to convince Damon to give his mom some time. And she's like, she says, she's so sweet. She's like, it's never a waste of time to look for the best in someone, which is a very Elena Gilbert thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I do, she's like kind of sweet this episode. And I do kind of like her. She's clever and sweet. And like, I'm reminded of why I liked Elena in the first place. Mm-hmm. Before, you know. Right. You know. I know. Um, Caroline and Stefan are in postcoital bliss. And I'm sorry for saying it like that. I have no other way to say it. They bonked and now they're just hanging out. And she admits that his way is a lot more fun. So unfortunately, that iron grip of control Caroline had is out the window. She is on chaos central, baby. And I love that about her. So excited for her to just go off the fucking rails. They're going to be a crazy couple. They're very, they're, they're giving me like Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. And I love that about them. Damon and Elena make out and they're about to take each other's clothes off when they're interrupted by Bonnie, who is just kind of staring at them. And can I say controversial? I wouldn't hate those three as like a throuple. Can I be so real? I wouldn't hate it, honestly. Okay. Do you see my vision here? Yeah, because, like, at least Damon with Bonnie was, like... Damon and not... Bonnie are fun, and I, I like right. them as a couple. Right. And I think Elena should get to kiss a woman, in general. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I just think she should get to kiss a woman. I think Bonnie should also get to kiss a pretty girl. And I think Damon could be there. I could, like, ignore Damon. I think he would yeah. be a tolerable part of that polycule. I, I could see it. Do you see my vision? Yes. What's their ship name? Well, it's Delena and then Bayman. So. <laughs> hmm. Um. Belena? Yeah, Belena. Belena. I could kind of. Here's the thing. I wouldn't hate it. They could work. They could work. Let's let's make it happen. Let's. Hey, we made Jeremy and Tyler happen. We made Jyler a thing. We right. can make Belena. We can do this. Right. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want forever, and you can't stop us. Is the thing. Right. Elena leaves. Bonnie thanks Damon for helping her find closure. And Damon turns on the water faucet so that his mom can't hear, which I think is really, like, that's a funny. I like it when they have to act like uh, 
when Damon has to act like a sullen teenager around his mom, I think it's very funny. Um, <laughs> basically, he's like, she wants to go back to 1903, but we're fucking never going back, right? And Bonnie's like, absolutely fucking not. And she's like, hey, I have a gift for you from the 1994 prison world, which is the cure for vampirism. What the fuck? Because when she went back to get Silas's headstone, to get the magic from Silas's headstone, the cure for vampirism was also just, like, right there. So, like, even though the cure from the main timeline is gone, it died with Catherine. Right. Now they have another cure. Which is just so fucking out of left field because by now you've forgotten about the cure. Right. Like, that was a thing? Exactly. Like, I totally... They opened up the box and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then Damon is like, I don't know if I want to give this to Elaine anymore. And she's like, "Mm, it's up to you. It's just the cure. And I was like, oh shit, the cure. Like, I, I totally like, forgot about it. Me too. That's why I was like... I was just surprised because, like, I didn't even expect that to ever come back into the into the story. I think it's really, like, a clever callback because, again, both of us forgot about it. Right. Like, it's been so long. Bonnie also has this line about how, like, she was going to give it to her mom, but her mom was surprisingly happy as a vampire, which I think is sweet. I like that they're reminding us that, like, Bonnie's mom is a vampire who just has completely ditched her by now. And Bonnie was still trying to give her a cure. That's like, oh, damn. Damn. Forgot about that, too. (laughs) Uh, There's, like, a nice little couple callbacks. In this little scene. It's a good little scene. And I love it. And that's the end of the episode. Bonnie's saying that like you. It's up to you. It's your choice. If you want to give it to Elena. Or to somebody else. So. I think it's very. Cute. And fun. And I like this episode. Overall. Jordan. Yeah. It was it was a pretty decent episode. It's a decent episode. Scale of 1 to 10 though. What are you ranking it? I really like Stefan and Caroline's little revenge on each other. I like <laughs> I like both of them being the worst person in the world to the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenes with Lily and I'm going to the prison world were fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. So it was like good. I love the efficiency of the arc and Enzo scenes. Um... I kind of want to give it like a 7.5. You can do that. Yeah. You can give it a 7.5. 7. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think I'm also going to go with you. I think I'm going to give it an 8, if only because the just like the absolute gag of the century that is the reveal of Lily's <laughs> companions. The mummified vampires. The desiccated vampires. Like, yeah. Gag of the century, truly. Yeah. Here's another question, though. Who's the MVP this episode? Is it Bonnie? I'm kind of feeling Bonnie. Or I'm also feeling Stefan. What are your thoughts? I think 
I think with, with Stefan, uh, here's the thing. Like, what is the most valuable player, right? Because, like, sometimes we give it to the bad guy. Sometimes we give it to the really good guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think for outsmarting Kai, Bonnie definitely holds a little over Stefan. Mm-hmm. Stefan was, like, really fun this episode. But, like, I feel like his other Humanity Off episodes were, like, quote-unquote better. Okay. And, like, with Stefan, I feel like it was a more equal amount of, like, I guess... What's what I'm looking for? They're, like... She was, like, equals to Caroline this episode for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Bonnie going to the prison world, figure, like, planning to go to the prison world to outsmart Kai, and then also putting him in this horrible situation similar to what she was in. Yeah, she gets it. Surprisingly, only her third of the season actually well she hasn't really been here unfortunately she's been sort of in the she's been sort of stuck in a prison world for a while (laughs) and all of her mvp episodes are episodes where she is either going into or getting out of prison worlds which i think is very funny actually (laughs) girl we gonna get you out of here sometime You're gonna finally they be able to stop fucking with prison worlds eventually, girly. I promise. They just don't. They just don't know how to treat her character, right? Like they don't. And it gets a little bit better once Elena leaves because there's less female characters for there to be. You know, there's less female characters to deal with. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, then it sort of becomes Caroline becomes the main character instead of Elena, and so it's still not great for Bonnie. <sighs> Either way, Cat Graham was robbed. She's one of the best fucking actors on this show. She was fucking robbed. Genius. So badly. Girl. So badly. Truly. That's it for this week. Uh, next week, we are going to be watching season six, episode 18. I could never love like that. Banger episode title. I don't remember what <laughs> is going on in that episode, actually. <laughs> I really don't. We'll figure it out together. <laughs> oh, actually, it's kind of a kind of a banger. Actually, I looked at the wiki. Oh. It's a banger. We're oh, in for a banger, okay. gang. Okay. I mean, they've set up so many dominoes. Exactly. You know? And I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, this episode was pretty much like a setup episode, and like you need that yes. sometimes. Right. Like, I dig a little it. breather before everything gets chaotic again. You still know? had still had me gagged. Still had me gooped and gagged, but still a setup episode. Right. You can find us on any way you get your socials at AfterBitePod. Uh, you can also, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, whatever, etc. It does help us out a lot. That's all I have for this episode. Go call your mom. Mm-hmm. Hey, Say you. hi. Go call your mom before she makes a fucking harem of vampires. <laughs> do you want do you want your mom to have a harem of vampires? Go call her. Stop this call before it right starts. Now. Call her right I'm I'm so serious. Call her right fucking.